Greetings, Earth. Welcome to the Nostalgiaverse. Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Kat. With me here is Alex. Hello. And Nick. Bushy bushy. <laughs> Today, we have come to a general consensus for our discussion. We're going to talk about the wonderfully epic, two wonderfully epic TV series, fantasy TV series that aired in the 90s, Hercules, The Legendary Journeys, and Xena, Warrior Princess. Yeah! <laughs> whoop, whoop. To start with, Hercules, just to kind of give a little bit of a background on the story, the basic story, it's actually a Greek legend of a hero named Heracles, called Hercules in Roman, in the Roman culture. He's a son of Zeus, half god, half human, who went on many quests, a number of different quests in Greek mythology, tended to side with humans against the gods, because the gods were being very eh towards the humans on, on numerous occasions. The series reflects that quite in depth, actually. It ran for six seasons, had a number of action figures and, and other memorabilia. I actually have a 12-inch doll of Ares, the god of war. <laughs> Such a cutie. <laughs> right? <laughs> Uh, which was given to me by a dear friend of mine. Uh, it started with several movies in around 94. Hercules and the Amazon Women, Hercules and the Lost Kingdom, Hercules in the Circle of Fire, Hercules in the Underworld, and Hercules in the Maze of the Minotaur. This is mainly dealing with the original legends. And then it expanded into the series and then became this huge thing because everybody just fell in love with it. It spawned Xena, Warrior Princess, which began... Xena began in 95. Yeah. It, it, and it started, actually, as the character coming in to Hercules... And has there was three episodes where Xena was a returning character and she was originally supposed to die. But because she was so hugely popular and everybody just really gravitated towards her, they decided to change it and turned it into this really awesome series. About was, one hell of a fighter. Oh, yes. Both both series, Kevin Sorbo played Hercules, and he had a sidekick by, uh, played by Michael Hurst. This was Aeolus. And then Xena, played by the ever-wonderful Lucy Lawless. And Renee O'Connor was played her sidekick as... And now her name just went out of my head. Gabriella. Thank you, Gabrielle. The cute little blonde gal in that. Uh, there was a num number of crossovers between the two series. For starters, Xena was in Hercules for three episodes, and then that's 
what spawned the series. But both Eolus and Gabrielle have crossed over into the, the other series, along with several characters, including a number of the deities that were featured, uh, Joxer, the King of Thieves. So there were several characters that were actually in both series. Six, both ran for six years, for six, for six seasons. Um, and then later, as a spin-off series from about 98, with only 50 episodes in one season, it was Young Hercules. It didn't do as well as the other two. But it was sort of a spin-off. Um, Ryan Gosling was uh, Hercules. Dino Gorman was Eolus in that. Uh, for those of you who have seen The Hobbit, Dino Gorman played Philly in that, just to let you know who that was. Uh, and each actor has gone on to do other things. Uh, Kevin Sorbo is well known for doing Andromeda, which is a Gene Roddenberry series for all you Star Trek fans. <laughs> so, thoughts? On on we'll start with we'll start with uh, Hercules, uh, the series overall. Loved it. What are, your, what, are your, what are some of your most some of your thoughts and, and and memorable moments in the series? We'll start with you, Nick. God, throw me on the spot there. <laughs> um, honestly, the one the one thing that sticks out for me, because mm-hmm. I was born ninety three, as I've said many times. Uh, when I was growing up, I remember sitting down and watching, I didn't know what it was at the time, but it was Hercules' Maze of the Minotaur. Mm-hmm. And that just hooked me on the mythology and everything about Her- Hercules. And honestly, the, the scene where he's leading them through the maze with the piece of string is what stuck in my mind. Mm-hmm. And Kevin Sobel's acting. Um, what are your thoughts about the series overall that you can remember? Well, that's the thing. I remember <laughs> virtually all the series, and I've only watched it like a couple of times when I was younger, like mm-hmm. the whole thing a few times. And it's just, it, yes, it, it has to deal with the 90s cheese, but it it's was just good cheese. It was good cheese, yes. <laughs> it was something you can get behind. Mm-hmm. And I just love it still to this day. Honestly, I think it's one of his best works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's considered action adventure, sword and sorcery, fantasy, comedy, drama. <laughs> so it's kind of, he's got a, a rather long a broad, uh, list there for its genre. Alex, your thoughts and memorable moments for Hercules? Actually, I got into the series first before I didn't know it was a mini movie. Many movies, so I watched it. Same flash, but it's like, wait, I didn't. What this? Have? Oh, it's many movies. I didn't know this. But there were some good. There were some good parts. There was actually my best episode when um Hercules got married, remarried to the um that that forgot what they called her um. She she looked like a centaur, but she was all gold and and pretty much the blood. Oh, the fawn, the golden hind. The Golden Hind. She fell in love with her and, and lost her power. She, he gave up his powers to be with her. And it was all messed up thing. 
But I think one of my favorite ones, and I'm not really onto the onto this religious one, when the four horsemen showed up. Oh yes, they did a lot of uh, different crossovers. There was at one point they had, let's see, there was the Archangel Michael and the four horsemen of the apocalypse from from Christianity, and there was they had Sumerian deities, and at one point he actually ended up in in the British Isles dealing with the Celts. So there was a lot of crossover with other mythologies as well. Norse. Yeah. And then they create their own deity god named Dayhawk. Dayhawk. Because it wasn't... Yeah. Dayhawk was like the ultimate evil and everything else. And it wasn't... It was something that was already fan-made, if I remember correctly. That one I'm not entirely sure, to be honest with you. I would have... Because I don't remember that particular episode. The one that Dayhawk made, um, okay, I will have to put this. Dayhawk took over um, Elos' body. No, I think he took over Elos' body, or he just possessed him. No, possessed over specified from a servant, and then he impregnated Gabrielle with his, with a daughter for Dayhawk, and yeah. Uh, yeah, Dayhawk does. Um, it, I've just looked up here. Does actually possess um, Eolus because it's. Under the same character name, actor's name, sorry. Yeah, uh, a powerful, godly entity that has been on evil, chaos, and destruction had impregnated Gabrielle, the battling part of Pot- uh, <laughs> Potatidia. Yeah, with his evil daughter, when Gilgamesh killed Yolus, the evil god took over. Eolus' body, Deok, had made his way into killing the Sumerian gods and the Druids. He also eliminated the Norse gods and the Greek gods, but was stopped by the combined effort of Hercules and Eolus in a spiritual battle. You know what? I honestly don't know Yeah, I, the, actually, the origin of that particular one. I think, I think um, it's fan-made. I, I'm the, I, think I actually it's, think it's not. so, it is, uh, not a, I'm, I would say not fan made. I may put sorry the writers. It sounds like the ultimate evil in Buffy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Here we go. In mythology, Zahak is an evil figure from Persian mythology, and Dehak is a demon in Zoroastrianism. Theolog- see list of theological demons. So he does have actually a. Mythos. Counterpart in mythology. He's considered a uh, a demon. So a Sauron. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say a Sauron because I'm I'm like I remember that episode when he's when Hercules is talking one of the um the fire titans and the volcanoes like, oh yeah we fought Dayhawk when we beat him until um, Zeus came out of nowhere and beat us when we were weak. Yay. Uh-huh. It's like oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I. So, Kat, what is your favorite bits? Oh, God. It's actually been a long time since I've seen it. Cause I, I haven't seen it since it originally aired. Just the overall feel of the show. There's that close camaraderie between uh, Hercules and Aeolus. And I personally always liked Aeolus. I thought he was a, a fun character, really interesting persona within a series the 
dynamic between Hercules and the gods is very interesting because Hera hates Hercules, but Zeus loves him. It's well documented. And Hera, Hera is always trying to thwart Hercules' efforts on behalf of the humans. I do distinctly remember, if I, if I remember correctly which show it's from, uh, there was a show that dealt with they're going through these woods and these uh, male griffins actually attack. In mythology, male griffins don't have wings. Only the females do. That's how you distinguish between the two. And these were specifically male griffins because they lurked around in the trees. They didn't fly. They had no wings. I remember when he went to uh, the British Isles and dealt with the Celts. Um, just There's so many just little things. And, and you, you see Ares all the time. It's his half-brother, who is, on the one hand... Um, interesting and can be charming and he's downright horrible <laughs> on the other hand he's just he's, he's such a he can be such a jerk uh, but he was fun the overall feel for me of the series it was it was a lot of fun a little bit of campiness but not overly so not like the the 60s batman series it was enough camp to be fun enough yeah. comedy to be fun but it was primarily an action-adventure fantasy drama. And, yes, there were some hilarious bits in it. And I remember just dying of laughter on many occasions <laughs> because it was so funny. I just, I loved the series. And when Xena came into it, I was like, oh, hey, it that turned into a series. So I was like, okay, this has become even more awesome, especially when you had the crossovers between the two. Which leads us into Xena discussion with uh, about Xena. Now, an interesting thing I wanted to point out: Joseph Laduga is the composer for the theme for the music for both Hercules and Xena, and for the Young Hercules series. Just kind of a a point of note there earlier. In a previous episode, we had talked about music and geek culture. So this kind of refers back to that a little bit. Xena, the difference in the theme between Hercules and Xena. Hercules, it was all instrumental. With Xena, it was operatic. You had vocals, which kind of stood it apart a little bit. And I could hear them playing in my head. <laughs> Right now, so it's, it's it's very cool. I I still remember this the the theme for both of them. I remember that one episode. It was like fourth one episode, and all of them are in the urinal whistling. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! I remember that now. Yeah. I want to do that one these days with the other people in the bathroom. It recorded. <laughs> Well, okay. I was just going to say something. The two shows were composed by the same guy, as you said, but the difference between the two themes show what a composer can actually do. You can go one route for one thing and then go a completely different route and still have the same impact. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, uh, truly good composers have the ability to create uh, unique music for different projects, and they all sound different. And and some of them actually put just this little bit that is common throughout all of, the, of their different projects, a certain feel or a certain sequence of notes that you will find in all of their work. It's like a signature for an artist when you look mm. at a painting. It's much the same thing with musical composers as kind of a note. And the feel of the Hercules and theme and the Xena theme is part of that, that signature that Joseph LaDuca used to identify, yes, this is mine. <laughs> I did this <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> and people, audiophiles and people that, that are, are sensitive to that or who are really, really heavily into music will notice the parallels and similarities in one person's body of work versus another person's body of work. And they, it gets to the point where it's easily recognizable. Yeah. As, oh, that's this person did that. There was, at one point, I would be going to movies. I would be listening. That sounds like this guy's work. Oh, yep, there he is. <laughs> so it's it becomes a signature. The, the tone and sometimes a sequence of notes. Just as a kind of a side note there. And again, this all refers back to our music and geek culture podcast earlier on. Xena, going back to that, Xena had been praised uh, by critics for having a strong uh, female protagonist. She wasn't she did, wasn't treated like a lot of uh, leading female characters uh, had been previously. She strong. She was strong. She was a fighter. She every bit the counterpart to Hercules. It was very well received uh, for that reason, and a lot of people have taken huge influence uh, from that, feeling that oh, I don't have to be this. I can be myself. I can be my own person. I can be, you know, assertive and still be a woman. And a lot of that comes from the way Xena was handled. Um, I actually have a friend, a local friend, who did a cosplay as Xena, and a lot of people thought she was actually Lucy Lawless, because she looks just like her, only not quite as tall. She got to hear a lot of stories about how huge of an impact uh, Xena had on their lives. You know, a positive impact. She left her village because she took a tantrum and still took a tantrum and tried to take over everything. Until she realized, I have an army because I took a tantrum and I didn't want to do everything. So I grew up. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Was it me, or was the two series a little bit different from each other? Like, one was light and the other one was darker? A little bit, yeah. And both had their darker moments, and both had their more lighthearted moments. The overall theme was was a little bit different between the two. Yeah, and it shows that, you know, you can make mistakes and then learn from them and choose a different path 
even when your initial path goes completely in a different direction and then you realize, oh, wait, it's never too late to change the path you're on. And, and that kind of shows that. Do you guys have any uh, particular thoughts or memorable moments from Xena? Well, I remember this one episode. It was an alternate episode when Ares got locked into that temple for years, and during World War One, they found uh, Xena Chakra, and Chakra and Xena one was I think one was the reincarnation of Xena, and she just took over that body. And the other person who played Gabriel was an archaeologist, and realized, wait, I'm the psychic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? I'm the psychic, and then like, um, then Joxer, and then Joxer was a French, um, was a French uh, spy, no, French agent. And he was actually less cooler. He was cooler in that one than he was actually was. He was Joxer. He didn't feel like he was Joxer till the end, but and then like Zena kind of talking about Gabriel was my friend and everything else, blah blah blah. I'm like, yeah, her reaction is like, I was the psychic. <laughs> it's like. And the whole point in that story that Ares wants to leave the temple and he can't mm-hmm. is I think was the cur I'm not sure if you and Kaki could correct me I think it was the chakra or whatever the that chakra. was I think her cha- chakra was the one that was keeping Ares in the temple I think I'm not sure I don't remember yeah it's a little bit fuzzy because no I don't think any of us have seen it in a while but it's yeah I remember that. I just I just remember that one quote of uh, Gabrielle's um reincarnate, but yeah, just like I'm the psychic, <laughs> and a very lovely um, one at that. I w- I I should say. <laughs> yeah. Then it was the other reincarnation episode. There's I think their souls reincarnated to a different body that like he was in. Uh, uh, Zena was in the male body and Joxer was in the female body. Until they swap swap bodies again. Yeah, I saw that one. I'm that like, was hilarious. That, that was hilarious. I just seen like Xena, a Joxer in, in that female body of Xena portraying, seeing Joxer the Mighty Song. I'm like, <gasps> yay! <laughs> um, that's funny. Correct me if I'm wrong here, guys, but for me, I what one of the things that sticks in my head is. There was an episode of either Xena or Hercules, and Joxa and Eolus were in it together for a full episode. Oh God, I remember that. Oh, the pig, uh, the Pigules episode, when when Hercules yes. got turned into a pig. Yes. That that's the one that I am for some reason just because it had Joxa and Gabriella, and I think Xena at one point. Um. Mm-hmm. That stuck in my head is a really good crossover episode, just because it was really good. Yeah. Which one are you referring to? Is that the one that Hercules almost committed murder? I've got framed for murder for killing his wife, and Xena and Gabrielle showed up at the end. Pretty much didn't do much of anything. Yeah. I think that's the one, cause, cause it was all about Yolis and Joxa trying to prove his innocence. Yes, why is so Hercules was so special? He doesn't have his powers, and freaking he always knocked him once. Like, don't ever say that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really good nostalgia trip, like. It's, yeah, Z, uh, 
as you're going through remembering bits and pieces and, and stuff, yeah, we all, we all might kind of need to sit down and watch this again. I had planned on it, and it never <laughs> happened. The been... spinoff, the, the spinoff series. Uh, <sighs> oh, interestingly enough, Cena actually ran for more episodes uh, than Hercules. Hercules had 111 episodes plus five pilot television movies. Xena had 134 episodes. Both both had uh, six seasons, but Xena had a few more episodes. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, when they got to the Christianity part towards the end, it kind of like, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's when you knew it, it, it just, was at its end. And then just the fact that, and no, I like that one scene of like, Xena's gonna become become the queen of Christian hell. It was like, <laughs> wow, that was just kind of messed up. That was kind of messed up when they did it. Yeah, it was messed up. <laughs> it was just, I'm like, and then he just kept it loose for. Oh well, you're going to hell instead of me. And Xena's daughter, don't you ever do that. Oh wait, it was a trick. Don't you ever do that. You've just you've just yeah. I'm like yeah, yeah. yeah. Xena actually features Egyptian, Indian, as in East Indian, uh, Chinese, Central Asian, medieval, and medieval European elements. It was very flexible in where it went and, and the different things that was dealt with. It was primarily Greek. There's a lot of, of parallels. And yeah, there was different different things came into it. Later towards the kind of the middle of middle or end kind of middle end of this run of these two series young hercules which ran from september 12th uh 98 to may 12th 99 50 episodes one season young hercules again dealing strict strictly with hercules and eolus and jason Jason of the Argonauts. Mm-hmm. And Jason of the Argonauts. Um, didn't do as well. And I actually I remember towards the end of the Hercules uh, series, they were doing some flashbacks to Young Hercules. Because I never actually watched Young Hercules myself. But I remember seeing several flashbacks that referred to the Young Hercules series or events in that series. It was flashbacks uh, because they were showing flashback in the Legendary Journeys, not the actual TV series. Mm-hmm. The TV series, it, because it was a Fox Kids show, it was meant to fail because it's Power Rangers. Yeah. Because Power Rangers overshadowed every show on Fox Kids. I watched it in the late 90s, and I can definitely tell you it wasn't a hundred percent brilliant. Mm-hmm. It cranked the uh, the nineties cheese to nearly eleven because oh, he was supposed to be he was supposed to be uh, younger and all that, and uh-huh. it just it for the most part I think it dealt with the twelve trials that he was meant to do, but uh-huh. it lost. No, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It was training on the Philatines to be a hero with Eolus and Jason. 
stuff his life lessons is learned. And there's this one thing that he joined the bandits, I think, and he stole something, and Zeus teach him a lesson and took away of his powers for a day. But well, it was teaching him a lesson on certain things, and there were certain life lessons and certain, and, and it was certain episodes he got he's fighting, but it was pretty much how that was. But it was it was bad. It was meant to fail. But what killed it because everyone on Fox Kids, everyone was into Power Rangers, everyone was into X Men, everyone was into Spider Man. So those three main shows, pretty much over not. Actually, it was bad anyway, but that overshadowed it. Yeah, it overshadowed it. Uh, another point of difference between Young Hercules and Hercules and Xena, Hercules and Xena were hour-long episodes, roughly 45 minutes plus commercials. Uh, Young Hercules was about 21 minutes, 21 and a half minutes long. So it was a half-hour episode. These were half-hour episodes. So if you put them together, it was 50 episodes plus pilot which kind of brings it down to about 25 and a half episodes equivalent to Hercules and Xena in actual runtime. So while it says that there's 50 episodes plus the pilot, it's actually a lot shorter than, than uh, you would expect because they are in fact meant to be half hour episodes because it was played on aired here in the U S as a kids show. It was run on uh, Fox Kids Network. I think that so. was the same over here in Britain, but that's how bad it was. I got it mixed up, and I just... Mm-hmm. It was that bad. I think I actually mentally blocked it out. Yeah. All three uh, were filmed in New Zealand. Countryside. I swear. Yeah. Uh, same place where they filmed uh, The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings, actually. Maybe not some, and possibly some of the same actual specific locations too, but it was these were all filmed in New Zealand, and and beautifully filmed. No matter how good, bad, or indifferent the individual episodes were, uh, between the three series, it was it was all it was spectacularly filmed. A lot of the the cinema cinematography is is beautiful. And New Zealand is very well showcased. It's it's landscapes and stuff. It's very well showcased in these. Another sort of side project that came into this was Hercules and Xena, the animated movie, the Battle for Mount Olympus, that was related uh, to these, and it had it featured. Uh, Kevin Sorbo, Lucy Lawless, uh, Michael Hurst, Renee O'Connor, Kevin Smith, Alexandra Tidings, and David Mackey. Again, music by Joseph LaDuca. So they come back, they reprise their their respective roles as their characters. But it's a it's an animated film. Ran is an eighty minute movie, animated movie. This one I personally have not seen. I wasn't as much into animation at that time when this came out in uh, early, early 98. At that point, I was watching things like, oh, I don't know, Sentinel? <laughs> so. Artwork rings a bell to me. I think I might have watched it once. Mm-hmm. But. It 
just the style of artwork that's all I just can't remember any of anything yeah. of it. Yeah, it was direct to video. It's Universal's first and only direct to video animation film uh, to be rated PG. And it's the only animated one to have been designated that rating until 2010's theatrical hit, Despicable Me. We've got Hercules, Cena, Yolas, Gabrielle, Alexander Tidings as Aphrodite, Kevin Smith, Ares, Josephine Davidson as Artemis, and, and Al- Alchemini? Alchemini? Alchemini. Uh, Joy Watson as Hera, Peter Rowley as Zeus, David Mackey, Parfirion. Allison Wall as Tethys and Memesine and others. It was nominated Outstanding Individual Achievement for Music in an Animated Feature Production. Mm. So it was actually, it, it was nominated for award in 98. Uh, like I said, I never saw this, but then it was direct to video. And it wasn't really mentioned all that terribly much that I remember, because I don't remember hearing about it at the time. Like I say, it was 98, so I was about mm-hmm. five at the time, so I believe I might have watched it. It seems like something I might have watched, but just my memory's fried at the moment. Yeah, it's Universal Home Video, uh, Renaissance Pictures, and Universal Cartoon Studios. Art style is kind of reminiscent of the Disney's uh, Hercules movie. It kind of reminds me of that, the style in the artwork. I don't know if that means they they just adopted that style or that they had uh, some of the same artists, but the style is very similar. The art style is very similar to the Disney Hercules movie. There's that. Uh, just I'm just checking something. So, yeah, what you were saying the Disney movie uh, Hercules was released ninety seven. So mm-hmm. this Xena and Hercules uh, was released actually a year later. Mm-hmm. So they could very well have adopted that style to sort of, you know, carry over some of the success of the Disney movie. Who knows? But who can say? what reasoning anybody has for adopting a particular style for an animated film anymore. It's like, eh, okay. Yeah. Back to the core uh, series, the two, uh, Hercules and Cena. Let's see. These are all done by Universal, of course. Renaissance Pictures was the production company in for Hercules, Cena, and Young Hercules, which would be the New Zealand reference there. If I remember correctly. And both Hercules and Xena, for anybody who wants to watch them, it's on Netflix in the U.S. Complete series. I haven't looked for Young Hercules. Oh, um, just while we're mentioning a few things, um, Mm -hmm. I noticed something before when I was looking through the Young Hercules casting. Um, Yolis in that series, um, Dean O'Connor, Gorman, Dino Gorman, yes. And for 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 those who know who recognize the name, he was Philly in the Hobbit. The of uh, the two brothers, Philly and Killy, he was the blonde one, <laughs> not the dark haired one. Yep. That was Aiden Turner. 
and I thought the name sounded familiar, and I was like, oh, that's why. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. he literally moved onwards from his career. He literally went up in the world. A lot of actors have gone up in the world as well from what they would know be known as campy stuff, but you got to love the campy sometimes. you got to just love it. Yeah, and I just did a quick search. The Hercules and Xena movie and Young Hercules are not on Netflix, but the Hercules, Legendary Journeys, and Xena Warrior Princess, the two series, the two core series, are in fact on Netflix. I actually have them in my Netflix queue. <laughs> and I, I will say this as well. They are, you can buy them on Amazon. Cause I looked that up as well, <laughs> yep. just for personal interest. Um, yeah. <laughs> they are available on Amazon if you wish to buy them, if you like them enough to, to own them. If you haven't seen them and want to watch them, like I said, you can catch them on Netflix in the U.S. I'm not sure about other countries. Uh, I don't think they're on in the U.K. I think you mentioned that. I mentioned that before, and as far as I know, I'm aware of recently, no. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, for Canadian listeners, you can check uh, Netflix Canada and see if it's on there. So that you can find it there. And like Nick said, uh, Amazon as well. Any additional thoughts? Anybody would like to offer? In regards to the whole Hercules Xena phenomenon, as it has come to be known as. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> Serious as a whole. It has its good parts, its bad parts, and it has its funny parts and i wanted to say this during our xena the xena chat when they did the episode of a wild west episode with daggers oh jeez, you don't remember that don't you no i don't but it sounds like it's hysterically funny it is funny because xena was the time we was getting being pregnant with eve and they were in this village and one of them was friends with xena who has a freaking i don't know cowgirl hat and wearing like Greek clothing, but is in a Western theme. Yeah. And they're all, mm -hmm. like, doing a Western theme in that episode. And I'm like, oh, with daggers. That honestly sounds really goddamn interesting. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I'm just, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> it was just hilarious to watch. Yeah, that was my one bit, bit for Xena. And as for when Hercules, there was, like, Actually, the that the 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 Jurit one, the Jurip when she went went to Druids and on uh, the Druids and the Celtic part, love that character. Who was I wish that character was around more often because I liked her. Do you know what I'm talking about? That one I was like, um, as for Zena back to Xena, and I'm trying to remember here because that was another I can't remember now. It was um, crud. Ah. Uh, I just lost the thought because all that awesomeness of Hercules. It <laughs> oh man, it just it derped on me. It derped. <laughs> the whole change when uh, Gabrielle was like switch switched uh, from the staff to the scythe. That's actually pretty epic. When I I never liked the the short hair look. I mean, I missed the long hair, but 
yeah, the series as a whole, awesome. I'm I was upset they killed off Joxer as an old man, but he was actually old man Joxer was better than regular Joxer because he wasn't much, you know, bumbling around. But still, and the best part is that he tells stories. He lied about everything mm-hmm. to his son because he knew he was going to get in trouble, so he actually told him the truth. It's like, yeah, that was Zena instead of me. Oh, okay, I forgive you, Dad. Yeah, he was just saying it just because he knew he was going to get in trouble. My final thought, quickly, is that if you haven't seen them, I've uh, tried to get them as a whole, or if you can watch them as a whole, like together in one sitting, which is going to be physically impossible because that would be twelve seasons. But yeah, if you've got the if you've got forty four forty something episodes plus five mini movies, yeah, five mini um, movies. <laughs> that's but yeah, a lot. honestly, <laughs> honestly, if you don't know anything about Hercules or Xena from these shows or what we're talking about, honestly, if I would say go watch them just any way you can, they're brilliant. Mm-hmm. Yes, they have their nineties cheese. But it's what makes the series, in my eyes. Yeah. At the very least, watch like the first two to five episodes of each series. You know, check them out, see what you think. They're definitely worth checking out and watching, because they're a lot of fun. They really are. They were kind of, in many ways, breakout roles for a number of different people. And you can look them up individually on IMDb and see other things that they've done, like Kevin Sorbo doing Andromeda and and other stuff that he's done, and Lucy Lawless and and her various... I mean, she was in Battlestar Galactica, the the reimagined series, as one of the human form Cylons. Um, So... Oh, yeah, I call her Xena Cylon. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. Here's something recently for Kevin Sorbo. Those who are fans of the show Critical Role, mm-hmm. he recently did a movie with Matthew Mercer from that, the DM. It was some sort of something about a macro, uh, necromancer mm-hmm. and all that, and it just screams Kevin Sobel, the f- film. Mm-hmm. So, um, interestingly enough, Lucy Lawless is also in Spartacus, and a uh, in 2003 she did a season... Of a series called Warrior Women. Ooh. Yeah, and that is on Netflix. Now I remember what it was now. Oh, okay. When the, Okay, the Ultimate Dimension, when Hercules was evil. Oh, now I remember it. Oh, God. <laughs> the Sovereign, when Ares was the god of love. Oh, my God. Hey. <laughs> the god of war yes. turns into the god of love. Oh, my God. God, yeah. yes. <laughs> Oh, God, that was so funny. I forgot what Hera was. She was, like, the goddess of poetry or something. I can't remember what Hera. She was something... Yeah, it was the garden, goddess of garden. I was like, oh, my God. That was... Yeah, that was that was my one moment. Also, before I back, Kevin Sorbo did replace her, his his role as Hercules in God of War 3. Oh, he, yeah. Wow. I completely derped on that. Yeah, he got killed by Kratos, but still, it was kind of freaking awesome. But, yeah. Wow. I, I didn't even know that. And I've played the game. Well, hey, there you go, then. Uh, Hercules and Xena. Young Hercules, if you can find it. You might be able to find it on DVD uh, if you want to try and catch it. Hercules and Xena is on Netflix if you want to check it out and see if you like it. If you like it enough to buy it, you can get it on Amazon. A lot of fun. fun. Very much so. 
funny as hell. Full of action, full of humor, full of, of lots of, of great stuff. And some really, really good actors in the show. And great music. <laughs> so definitely check it out. Good night. Thanks. Come check. And uh, come see us again for our next episode. A very, very special sci-fi nerdy episode. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. And that's all we can say right now. Yes. <laughs> Good night. Good night. Night, guys.